Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The regular season is over, 162 games in the books. Let's talk about what happened at the end and preview the wild cards. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's October 4th. It's fall. It's playoff baseball weather. My name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake Trevor Plouffe in California. He's flying out right after the show. Lands in New Jersey tonight. We'll be in studio tomorrow. BBD in the corner our second attempt, Facebook is down, and that ruined the first attempt at this stream. Anyway, the games have been played. Mm. It's done. Trev, how are you? Mm. James, Jacob, Big Big Dong, chat, people just listening. I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm nervous. Like, the regular season is gone. Now it it means everything. These next couple games that we're going to preview here, mm. they got me nervous. One freaking game to move on and get a chance at the title. I'm also excited. Come see my boys. Um, I'm taking the PJ out to New York. John Boy PJ out to New York. I'll be walking the streets tonight. Uh, so I guess to answer your question, James, I'm nervous but also excited. Jacob, how are you doing? James, Trevor, big, big dong. Playoff time. Mm. It's dong season. What's going on, chat? Moms, it's my mom and Jess's mom's birthday today. Uh, So special mom's day, B-day. And man, you know, we, we, me and Jim, BBD, we're Yankee fans. So we get caught up in Yankees land. Yesterday was crazy. They still needed to win and blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about all that. Wake and Jake this morning, we were talking about a little Braves Brewers, and that came up, and that's been lining up for a little bit now. And BBD said, he's like, well, you know, if the Braves take one in Milwaukee, and I was like, oh my, I haven't even thought about playoff stuff like that yet. Like, if they steal one on the road, and then they've got the chance to win it at home. Like, I haven't even entered that world yet, and it got me so excited for what the next couple weeks are going to give us. And never mind these single elimination games in the next 72 hours, math. Um, so I'm juice, soft-haired Jake. Jim! His yeah. pants are off under the table. Yeah, I can't even think about the DS series yet. It's wild card, end of the season only. I, my brain's not there. I want to know how uh, my Dodgers fans are feeling. Hmm. Uh, obviously, they've been in a wild card before. Right or did they win the one? They've been in a one sixty three. They won it to avoid the wild card. Yeah, so that doesn't count. So this is their first wild card game. Dodgers, is that correct? I believe so. And uh, I, th- I think also Cardinals first. 
Yes, but my yes, but, but my point is, Cardinals a little bit of house money. I was in all the Cardinals forums. I was reading. I was interacting with Cardinals fans, and it's a lot of all the pressures on the Dodgers. No pressure on us. Like if we win, that's amazing. What a good year! But I think it's a little house money. Dodgers second most wins in the in the league. Oh my! In the league, not the division they're in or the. The National League, like in baseball, second most wins, Mm -hmm. one game. Scherzer's been rough last two outings. So Dodgers fans got to be going through it uh, the same way that Yankees fans were in 2018 when they won 100 games and Mm -hmm. had to go in the wild card. That was the most nerve-wracking like day of uh, my baseball life. So Dodgers fans, have a couple fun hours. Yankees fans, similar boat, not the same. They're not as good as the Dodgers. Expectations aren't there. They did not win as many games as the Dodgers. But Yankees game, same boat. And Red Sox fans, I'm interested. It's their first wild card game. But, again, it was supposed to be a rebuild season. Like, they lose this wild card game, and they still clap for the team and clap for the effort and say, let's build upon this. Yankees lose. There's no let's build upon this. It's let's rebuild this in a in a way. So... Dodgers fans have it the worst, I think. <laughs> One game for your life, dude. One game for your life. Yesterday they did pe- they pulled Bueller as soon as the Giants got a big league. I think he only pitched five innings. I'm curious to see if they're going to like – I guess we'll get into this more later. Mm-hmm. I do want to say one thing. I'm a little upset with two players. Ooh. Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> Love you, big guy. 33 homers? I had you at 30, over 33 and a half, big boy. Oh, my Joey God. Joey Gallo? I had you over 38 and a half. You hit 38. What oh, the? Oh, dude, you guys. The hook got you. The hook got me. Vegas was like, you idiot. You're betting overs? You know you're not supposed Man. to bet overs? How dumb. How I mean, not dumb. That's how smart nuts. is Vegas to hit those lines on those two guys? It's insane. <laughs> I'm like, come on. But you know what's cool, though, about this? So I found, I was going through my baseball cards, organizing them, and I had these two cards that Topps gives, and they were Jordan Alvarez home run challenge cards. So you have to input the day you think he's going to hit a homer. Well, I had two of them, and they're only two days left of the season, so I just put both days, (laughs) and he hit a homer on one. Look at that. So I did win something, a consolation prize, if you will. So happy for you. Uh, Jim, just tying the loose ends on what you were saying there. The Cardinals, August 5th this year, they were 53-55. and So the fact they get a chance to to dance for it, uh, and they're lined up to dance. Like It's not like they're going to have to piecemeal a game. It's Wayno and the boys going for it. And then the Dodgers, this is how good this team is. They are the Vegas favorites to win the World Series. (laughs) While still having the one game wild card to get through, that is wild. And no That's how gross and no they are. Yeah, so uh, we're in it. We're, we are going to do a thruple uh, recap. Are you guys ready for this? Mm. We didn't plan this. I didn't. I just thought of it right now. Trev, mm. you're going to lead us off with the what? NL. <laughs> Jake, what you take doing? the AL. I'll take the IL. We have just the series that had playoff implications on the sheet. Put me yes. in the game, coach. I want the ball. Oh, they're the regular, they're the regular sheet? Yep. Jake is now leadoff. Trev is AL. Off. Let's go. All right. It's a playoff game. I want I the ball. I think that's the rotation any. That's the rotation anyway. That's the playoff oh. rotation, yeah. We lined it up. Oh. <laughs> All right, you ready? I got to go. I want to be Wayno. Who do you want to be? 
Uh, well, I'm kind of the closer of the situation. Okay, your Gallegos, Trev, your Flaherty. Mm, yeah, mid inning. Yeah, high leverage. Yeah, high leverage. Um, in the sixth. This thruple uh, recap is brought to you by Magic Spoon Cereal. I have a very sad tale to tell everyone today. Oh my god. Uh, we record. We usually Monday mornings we record something in the morning. Weekly dumb. We recorded it last night, so I got to sleep in a little on Mondays. Usually it's like four hours sleep is what it's been. Uh, I got to sleep in. I woke up. I had some time in the morning before I left. Poured myself the biggest bowl of Magic Spoon cereal. I went fruity, and then I took my frosted. I sprinkled it on top because it's kind of like, you know, sprinkles. And then I went to the fridge and no milk. No. And, I mean, I haven't felt that feeling in a while, and that is just disappointment to no end. So then I ate my Magic Spoon cereal dry, which is good, but the milk really makes it better. Magic Spoon Cereal is cereal for adults. It's guilt-free cereal. They got zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. You can build your own box. You can do all that stuff that I do with the frosted as the sprinkles, mm. the fruity. Build your own box, Jim. That's freaking nice. Maybe wa- Waffy. Mm. <laughs> Go to magicspoon.com slash baseball. Grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code baseball at checkout to save $5 off your order. They are so confident in their product. It's back with a 100% uh, happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash baseball. Use code baseball. Thruple recap. Jake, lead us off. Ooh, last weekend of regular season baseball in Los Hibido Gigantes. They are going for the best record in baseball. Gabe, Spe- Gabe Kapler Speech Club. They needed to win two Defend off the Dodgers if they sweep and they won game one. Disco, Anthony D. Scalfani, oh, five shutout. And the bullpen says, I'll have what he's having. They shut out the Padres in game one. Game two, uh-oh. Padres, welcome to the Crone Zone. Jake Cronenworth with the game winner in Bunos Cantos extra innings. So the Sunday game meant something, and you know... The Giants, we're gonna do it. Logan Webb, hey, have a start and have a homer. Giants magic, it's just different this year. They win the final game. They clinched their first NOS title since 2012. 107 wins are the most in franchise history. Gabe is speaking this to is the just people the Giants? on the Jumbotron. It's thruple, dude. We got two minutes. Dodger sweep, doesn't matter. I had a game plan, Jim. They're really good, but it wasn't enough. Cardinals, Cubs, well, that's nothing. That's fucking nothing. Thruple, thruple, I'm done. That's Braves. I don't know that doesn't what matter. we're doing right now. What are we doing? I thought we were just doing the ones that mattered. The Braves are in the playoffs. We're doing playoff teams. Playoffs. Their series didn't matter, Fake. though. Their series didn't matter. Go, Jim. What you got happened the in, What happened in the AL, Trev? Oh, Flaherty. Holy shit. Uh, what? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. A playoff collapse. Rays took I'm two ready. out of three from the Yankees. They won game one. They won game two big time. Jordan Montgomery got bombed in game three. It went 0-0 for a long time. They finally won on a walk-off to secure their spot in the wild card game. 
The Angels took two out of three from the Mariners. Mariners game two was awesome. They come from behind to win it. The stadium was packed. Uh, it was the Hanniger game. Got five RBIs. The momentum did not carry to game three where they lose. Didn't matter, though, because the Yankees won and so did another team in the aisle. The Blue Jays swept. The Blue Jays did everything they needed to do. Claps for the Blue Jays. I mean... They took care of business. It just uh, wasn't up to them. In the end, Astros took two out of three from the A's to secure home field advantage. They're the favorites in the AL, and the White Sox lost a game to the Tigers. They lose the last game of the season, going into the playoffs on a losing streak. Trev, what happened in the IL? Well, James and Jacob and everybody else, Red Sox at Nationals. The Red Sox take care of fucking business. They sweep the Nats. 4-2 Sox, 5-3 Sox, 7-5 Sox. Renfro with the three-run Jimmy Jack Dahlbeck solo home run back-to-back with him to break a sixth-inning scoreless tie in Game 1. They do it. Red Sox take the lead with four in the ninth of Game 2, including a Vasquez go-ahead RBI. And that was after the Soto, ever heard of him, won. Uh, Sack fly ties the game in the eighth. Red Sox win that one. They win the last game. 7-5. They come back from being down 5-1. to one. Devers with a go-ahead two-run homer in the ninth mother effing inning. They get the sweep. They get the wild card home field advantage. And James, that is what happened in the IL. That, I didn't know what was happening right there. That was playoff baseball. The game starts moving. Beating. The game starts moving fast. Wayno. He was dealing. He got in trouble. They went to Gallegos first. Get out Gallegos of got the big outs. Yeah. Flaherty came in for the Most save. Outs. I mean, yeah. that's playoff yes. baseball. Yep. Fireman. Bases were loaded. One wow. Um, Trev, you were at the Rams game doing football yes. stuff. I try, I explained this to you on a, what did we FaceTime yesterday. There was a moment when the Yankees walked off because it was all still in the balance Yeah. Uh, for a while. The Blue Jays had won. The Mariners were losing, but not by a lot. Like, a comeback wasn't crazy. Uh, The Red Sox, at that point, were also tied. So, Blue Jays were looking at two tie games, just saying, one of you guys Mm. lose, and we're in a 163. The Yankees went on a walk-off, and then the Boston is still tied. And at that point, the options were, if Boston loses, they host Toronto for a game 163, Winner of that goes to the Bronx for the wild card, and the Yankees get the host. If the Red Sox win, they're the one seed in the wild card. Yankees go up to Boston. So as a Yankees fan, we're like, holy shit, I know it's not likely that the Red Sox lose this game, but the difference was, like, fucking crazy. And then Devers, well, first Mercer made an error, but then Devers, he's so good. Um, he is goes dead center but there was like I, I know if you weren't watching them like unfold in live time it might seem like well there's no game 163 but there was a couple like 20 minutes there where you're we like we're still at the end here and anything can yes. happen a couple innings to decide the postseason that's that's baseball man that's that's what you want there and you know at the end for the yankees to manufacture a run mm. i thought was pretty funny because that's not like who this team is. But you got Rugi, right? A little jam shot. Mm. T and then Jake Storiali or T Wade. I'm not sure who it was got the pinch run. I guess we'll never know, really, mm. unless you tell us. 
scoring on what an infield single? What do you, what do you call that? What I don't know what they 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 ruled it as a single, but it like hit Kittred's glove, and it should probably be ruled as a fielder's choice because if I they just might be a fielder's to, choice. they ruled it as a single, but I think that's a fielder's choice. Wade's got a good slide. Like Trey Turner's got the best slide in the show, but I think Wade's close. Wade can run with the best of them. I think it's genuinely experience because like Wade's been a major league guy for a few years now, but you know he gets just these late moment games like. I think he'd have more signature slides. He just goes, man, and he he almost slid out of the circ the home plate circle. It was it was pretty wild. But no, it was like, you know, we play 162 games, and our our guy cousin cousin Jeff Passan was bummed out. We didn't get the 163, but the Yankees kind of won in Yankees fashion this year. Their pitching has been really good all year, and they get one across. It wasn't pretty. But they did it. The Red Sox are down 5-3. They were down 5-1. They mash their way back into it. Devers, Verdugo. Um, you know, it, it's kind of fitting. And, yeah, if you're the Blue Jays, man, you got to be kicking yourself. You had Robbie Ray on the bump against the Yankees uh, last series. And if they win that game, this whole thing is switched. And we're talking about a Toronto Red Sox playoff game. Um, so yeah, it, it's really tough. I mean, I'm, I've been reliving all of the Yankees horrible losses this year because this game could be in the Bronx very easily one game. Um, and if that becomes the difference maker, I mean, I'm going to be while we're live streaming, I'm going to be punching air, maybe punching Trev. Um, and then he'll punch me back harder and I'll be like, come on, man, be cool about it. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of baseball emotions yesterday. How did you how did you guys feel when you looked up at who the Nationals were throwing? And it's a guy that's making his major <laughs> league debut. I think he's had one start above double A, and you're like, this doesn't seem like that fair. <laughs> right? Like it's what sucks about it's, coming it's that down. Time, I know, I know yeah. it's that time of year, but I was actually more upset later in the game because that dude's making his debut. So obviously He pitched good though. Yeah. He's got a lot to pitch for, man. I mean, he's making his MLB <laughs> debut. Nine I, I was, um, and I think I said this on our live stream, when Nats went to their bullpen, I was like, Red Sox are going to come back. Because what are those guys doing? It's yeah. tough. It's tough. And you get the booted ball by Jordy Mercer, and that was, like, that was the final blood in the water that they needed. Like, you, you hope Devers hits one to the warning track and someone catches it. But once that happens, uh it's over. So, uh, the Nats, an emotional day in Washington. Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. Nat, his final game. Alavila behind the dish. They got double standing ovations, and we got tears. And shout out to the Red Sox. They were handling it really well. It was actually super cool that Schwarber was on the Red Sox side of the bench to appreciate all of that. And, I mean, hey, kudos to Red Sox fans. Like, you're in a game that potentially decides your season slash your next deciding route, roots, and you get two double celebrations that kind of stop the game. Um, their hearts had to be through their chest for a little bit, but Yankees, Red Sox. Woo! I'm curious like how they've how both the Yankees and the Red Sox felt because it wasn't an elimination game yesterday, right? Like both teams were guaranteed a 163. I think that takes a little bit of pressure off. 
even though you don't want to go through that. I mean, yeah, they I think didn't pitch call. There's a soft landing, I guess. Does that make sense? Still not fun. No. You know, it's more no. It's more like, really? You're going to get swept by the Rays to end this season when one win guarantees it? So if they no. lost, like, obviously you're right, there's like a little cushion. But that thought process is more there like, you're not going to win one game? <laughs> they did it. They did it, yes. They I mean, sure they had did. one hit for... Yeah, and like I told you guys before we started, I think, I think these are the matchups that make the most sense. I think they it ended up being right, and maybe we wanted the one sixty threes and all the different teams having to choose what A, B, or C. Like that would have been fun, but in the end, Red Sox Yankees is awesome. No matter where it's played, Fenway or Bronx, MLB wins. They have like they're winning high stake last three game in the series, and then they get. Wayno versus the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. These are going to be big games. These are going to be – I'm guessing the viewership on both of these games is going to be extremely high. Probably the highest ever wild card games. I've had – I have to. Imagine. Oh, Red Sox, Yanks. Yeah, I think if you if you got to puppeteer anything, um, you know, the Padres wouldn't have died and it would have been Dodgers, Padres, Tatis, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, Cardinals, if, if you're a baseball fan and that's a great baseball city – Wayno and, and by the way, Albert Pujols gonna have a big pinch hit at bat in this game with Wayno and Molina. <laughs> I mean, like that's that's baseball art. So I'll uh, see you there. See you at the stream. Mm. When the Cubs and Rockies played their wild card game, was that where was that? Was that in Colorado or in Chicago? I want to say that was in Wrigley. Yeah, I think it was in Wrigley. I think I was driving cross country. I think I listened to that game on the radio. That's awesome. Yeah. Has have the Rockies hosted a wild card game? I'm what I'm, what I'm getting to is is the wild card game at Fenway going to be the biggest park factor wild card game field we've had. The only other option is the Rockies. You know, like Probably. you down five at Fenway, you down five in Colorado. You say, well, it's Fenway. Yeah, you know, you are never down or ahead enough runs, and then the only it goes Coors Field, Great American Ballpark, Fenway. Those yeah, are the top three, and those are the top three in park factors. But I don't think since he's hosted no. a wild card game either. Where's Houston ranked there? Houston is do 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 down. Really, it's interesting. Yeah, I guess it. <sighs> It's part of what makes baseball so beautiful because, I mean, Wrigley on a given day, if, 14th. The ball, if the ball's flying out or flying in at Wrigley, that yeah. it becomes a whole different sport. And I know Trev right now is thinking of the Crawford boxes, which, I mean, those are the equivalent to the short porch at the stadium. You get yeah. you get one fly ball to either of those spots that's either 315 yeah. or I think, you know, three. But every stadium has, their, yeah. has their spots. But there's three parks that they say are – Hitters parks because they're so much bigger. It's Fenway, Great American Bar Park, Coors Field. There's a bunch that say the pitchers parks. The pitchers park. James, 2018 wild card game um, was two to one Rockies in Chicago. Yeah. Mm. In 13 innings. Mm. Yeah, we watched that one. Remember, mm. man. All right. Um, Mariners. I mean, did you catch any of that stuff? There's a lot of tears at the end. 
the fact they sold out, the belief signs, they're awesome. It's cool to watch. A couple different guys getting on the mic, doing it. I mean, Seeger, then JP talking about Seeger, then Kelnick kind of. That's interesting. Like, I feel like there was a lot of Kelnick there at the end. You know, like, I think when he looks back at this season, obviously he came up, struggled mightily, but then found his footing. I think he's going to be pretty happy with how it all went down when he takes, you know, a week or so off and looks back on the year. I mean, he had the city rocking. And he was calling people out. Like, you know, not, he wasn't the captain, not in any way, but he took some sort of a a leadership role there that you, typically you're not going to have a guy that's, you know, whatever he is, 22, 23 years old have. So future's bright for that dude. And he's supposed to be special. So that's where it's, you know, I think baseball's funny. A lot of times we look at, you know, a lot of great baseball players' pages. You see that rookie year. And it's kind of mm-hmm. that reminder how tough baseball is. I think that very much could be what it is for Kelnick. He has the great last month. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's this team's future. He, uh, Well, I think we're going to talk a little bit about Julio Rodriguez this offseason because he's supposed to be yes. special too. But, yeah, I mean, Kelnick's kind of – that was a little bit of like Seager passing the torch almost to Kelnick is like you're, you're the next guy for the next seven years or so in Seattle. Last 28 days for Kelnick. 253 batting average, but a 350 OBP and a 552 slug for a 902. Okay. 22 years old, just turned 22. Young bloods. His his swing plays. It's he just he made some adjustments. He's gonna have to continue to do that, but he's it's gonna be fun. Um anything else we gotta talk about? Did you did you hear Gabe Kapler's speech? I didn't. Uh, it was something. I mean, I have to go listen to it. He gave right like now. a TED talk on the field <laughs> after the game to the whole like stadium. How did I miss that? He was like, <laughs> and it's about vision. And yeah. then he went off on vision. He's like, and it's about grit. And then he went off on grit for a while. I know this has been tough to communicate between the three of us, but if he gave this speech in Philly, they're throwing batteries. Like, they're booing him <laughs> even though they just won the division. No. If he gives this speech If he wins Philly. 107 games in fucking Philadelphia, he might be carried off on a gold throne. Yeah, they might, they might play him off, though, for the speech. Yeah. They're definitely not listening. Like, know what they would do? If they won 107 games, I think they would just start cheering so loud that you couldn't hear You couldn't the hear them. Yes. Yeah. They, okay, that's what it no. is. They'd cheer yeah. to drown out the speech because he is just <laughs> going, dude. I'm, I have a manuscript of the speech. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of it right now. Just not online, just in, in my head. You time some, out. Someone <laughs> typed up the whole speech. Well, I have an excerpt at least from it. Okay. It's like six paragraphs. I'm trying okay. to read. That's probably what, a half of it. I think, yeah. <laughs> it was, I, think, I think it was at least five like full minutes. Five, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Almost missed J.P. Crawford before when we were talking Seattle and our Kai Correa conversation. The real talking baseball people know about that. Made the rounds in the MLB circles this weekend and. A lot of love. Apparently, Kai's an awesome dude. Yeah. Um, so thank thank you guys for letting us have some fun with that. It's that's a great speech. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Yeah, it's a great speech for San Francisco. It's five minutes. Look, long. 
that's what you're gonna get with Gabe. I told you guys from the onset, you were not gonna have just a regular casual conversation with Gabe. You did you're tell us get he's into your thorough. soul. Yeah, thorough. he gave three great speeches. <laughs> uh, Giants just win. Good for them. How are the are, how are the Blue Jays if they don't have um, Robbie Ray or Marcus Simeon? Man, that's a. Uh... I, cause I was, I was kind of getting excited for the Blue Jays this morning, cause I was like, man, everyone's coming back, huh? And then it was like, oh wait, Simeon, who yeah. had an incredible season, and Robbie Ray. Um, I think you've got a better chance with Simeon uh, to re-sign him. I mean, Robbie Ray's a pitcher. I know we've had the conversation about Robbie Ray and the pitching coaches there and all that, but he's gonna win the Cy Young. He's got the most. Strikeouts per nine innings that a starting pitcher's ever had. The Angels have already signed him in my head, um, so uh, we'll see on that. But uh, yeah, if they're both gone, like it's kind of like, dude. I read damn. a I read a funny uh, joke about the Angels, mm. and it was um, it's low hanging fruit. But it was like the the Angels are going to be in a bidding war for Robbie Ray and another starting pitcher. Who's another starting pitcher that's a free agent right now? I guess I could Stroman. Just... Yeah, yeah. Gaussman. Uh, they were like, yeah, Gaussman. yeah, yeah. They're like, the Angels are going to be in a bidding war for uh, Robbie Ray and Stroman, lose out on both, and then just sign Trevor Story. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's what I for did. Sure. That's the same yeah. reaction I did with Jake just did like, hmm. Yeah, well, it's probably that's like it's not it's a joke, but it's likely for me. the The whole formula is there for like this is the Angels getting their starter, Robbie Ray, highest K per nine. But then he's going to be away from his like pitching guru in Toronto, and he's just not going to be Robbie Ray, and that would be pretty Angels. Yeah. All right, that wraps up the, the regular season. We are going to switch gears and we are going to preview a wild card game. Mm. It's brought to you by Tops NFT's new Bunt app. With the regular season over, here's your chance to collect the players and moments that made this season so unforgettable with the Tops Bunt MLB card trader app. You have this app, correct, Jake? I do have this app. It's the official digital trading card app of the MLB and MLBPA. It releases new content every day featuring your favorite players, both past and present, as well as iconic moments like teams punching their ticket to the postseason. Just saw a bunch of those. It's free to play, and collectors from around the world come together to connect, collect, and play their collections in real-time scoring contests to win in-app prizes. Download the Tops Bunt app now in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. There you have it, Tops Bunt mm. app. We're going to put like 15 minutes on the clock. BBD's going to bell us if we go too much over that. And let's get into this AL Wildcard preview. What are you laughing at, Trav? <laughs> you guys got me down a rabbit hole of Gabe like post game stuff. Yeah, like he came out and gave her a, a talk yeah. and was like, "Hold on, I need to compose myself. Like I've had some whiskey." Yeah, <laughs> that's what he told the reporter. <laughs> of course he did, and that's how. Sorry, I'm sorry. All right, here we go. I just uh, tops. Never I just mind. made my username. What is uh, it? Talking Jake four twenty. Because someone stole talking Jake. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if you can send me like money on that app or cards, I'm open to it. Okay. AL wild card game. Yankees going up to Boston. It's going to be Garrett Cole versus Nathan Avaldi. 
Yeah. Nathan is his first name, correct? Yeah, yeah. Nathan Avaldi. Whoo! Yankees have the bullpen advantage. Um, Garrett Cole is not the starting pitcher advantage you would love him to be. Uh, he has not pitched well up in Fenway, and he hasn't pitched well late. So you're hoping that he just completely starts anew and the hammy's good and Fenway's good and all that stuff. Um, Boston, on the other hand, doesn't have a great bullpen. They don't have a lot of trusty guys, but they did just get Tanner uh, – or not, they did just get um, Whitlock back. And then I think they're going to go like Hawk – and hit lock, hit Whitlock Hawk if Avaldi's not long for this game, or if Avaldi's long, then they just go to whoever they're down there in the bullpen. But what do you got, Trev? When you think of this matchup, what comes to mind first? I think it's the Nathan Evaldi game. You know, kind of which which one are we going to get? The guy that's been dominant against the Yankees or the guy that struggled in his last start. I mean, if you see a guy they saw, um, what was it, September 24th, I think I, I yeah. saw on the sheet. That's pretty fresh in your mind. And they've they've all these guys have seen him quite a bit. So uh, that's the key for me. If he can come out and, and you see the first couple innings, him mowing down guys, I think it's going to be up to the Yankees to keep it as low scoring as possible. But, you know, as we saw in the last meeting, Things can change, man. Things can change, and you know there might be a few reasons for that, but that's that's what I'm looking out for. Nathan Eovaldi in the first two or three innings, I think, is going to tell us what's going to happen in the game. I'd say first inning, maybe the first inning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the Yankees have a tell, that that fully changes the script, man. Red Sox, Cora. If you remember the playoff run. Cora will push the button at any time. I don't think Sale is out of consideration for this game. I don't think Hawks out of consideration for this game. Full pension Piv came in and pitched hmm. the ninth yesterday. He threw a curveball that started over Soto's head, ended up in the strike zone looking. It's all hands on deck, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Whitlock comes off the IL. He gets his first outing yesterday. I think... So the Yankees, they've got a good bullpen ready to go. It's some of their best depth they've had in a little while. I mean, uh, Chad Green, Clay Holmes, Lasagna, Luis Severino, uh, Wandy P in a pinch. They can get, and Chapman obviously, they can get six innings from guys they love in their bullpen, and they love a good game script too, and they will map it out. It gets interesting with Garrett Cole. He's the bull. He's $300 million man. Cole at Fenway this year ain't been great. He's had four starts against the Red Sox, one at home, which was good. Six innings pitch, one earned run, 11 punchies. All of them at Fenway ain't been great. So where's Garrett's head going to be at? Is he going to be at full empty the tank? And if they've got to pull him at 4.2, is Garrett going to, like, how does that go down? Because he's, you know, the competitor of all competitors and all that stuff. You pull it, you pull him. That's how it goes. Down, yeah, I don't, bro. I don't know. I just, I, I haven't seen Booney do that. So, we'll, uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's just playoff baseball. Who's, whose stick is going to travel for the Yankees? You just circle Stanton and Judgey. They've kind of been the pinnacle of their offense. They're two monsters. Red Sox fans, I think. 
with that recent taste in their mouth from Stanton and going over the monster. I think I think if he gets one early, that gives them recent flashbacks a little more than Judgy. Um, and I'd love to see Anthony Rizzo. He's played in a lot of big games. Mm. He can. He won a lot of New York fans. He kind of lost them, slash hasn't been in their forefront. He can win them back instantly with one good night in Boston. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And uh, as I've told you guys numerous times, this Red Sox lineup, it's just, I don't even know if you give Cole a third time throw. If he's on, you do. But you see what the score's at and everything. Uh, projected Red Sox lineup, Kike, Schwarber, Bogarts, Devers. And then we don't know about J.D. because um, he could be there or Schwarber could be DHing. Verdugo, Renfro, Dahlback. Um, Ploiecki going to start? Why do they have Ploiecki as the projected? Does he catch Nate? I don't know. Otherwise, you'd assume Vasquez, but can look into that. Ploiecki. So so that's the other thing. we say this every time. The Red Sox lineup is just deeper than I think it is. Every time we go over, I'm like, okay, shit. Yeah. It is. Um, So on the Red Sox, if – JD can play. They're probably really kicking themselves for playing JD in the field in game 162. Um, I guess they had to win. Yeah. And they have no DH. So an NL baseball <laughs> leads to JD twisting his ankle or spraining his ankle. I mean, if it's a sprained ankle, I think they're going to have him able to DH. Even the threat he yes. poses is better than him not playing. I think so. Yeah, I I, I would pencil that JD's going to play. If it, I sprained my ankle five times, and and you can, there's all different types of sprains, obviously. But my right ankle been through the gambit of sprains. So, after two days or a day, and then all day tomorrow, shoot him up with something. I think he'll be in the lineup. Or I mean, the other option is you you have Schwarber in there. Um, and if J.D. Martinez, if his ankle's bad, we don't know how bad the ankle is. If it's bad, bad, and he's like, if he's got one at bat in him, that could be enough, you know? Sure. Like, if if he's your pinch hitter, plug and play in case of emergency, whether it's Vasquez Plawecki or whether it's, you know, um, you know what whatever spot in the Red Sox lineup ends up in, in the bottom there, whether, you know, probably not Dahlbeck, but we'll, we'll see what's going on, but... If if JD's only got one at bat, he's still a factor in this game. Definitely, uh, I think this game, if it's close and late, gets won and lost by Cora's bullpen management. We've seen this happen versus the Yankees and the Red Sox in the last two times they played, and because he doesn't have a ton of weapons back there, I mean, if he goes to Whitlock, if if Evaldi goes six, Red Sox have enough weapons with Whitlock. Um, and uh, I keep blanking on the same person's name. I think they even Robles. might go. They, yeah, Robles and and Pavetta even might come out. His curve was nasty <laughs> out of the pen. Did you see what he said about his curveball? What did he say? He said that was an eighty. Dude, it was. <laughs> it looked like a <laughs> wiffle ball curveball. It was. Yeah. It was it one was of the cool. nastier ones I've seen. Fucking full pension pit. Like it was so- Soto. I mean, literally last at bat of the year, and. Soto just watched it roll in, and he just kind of stood there and was like, I'll go out on that one. <laughs> go out on that one. Richards might get it big innings. Um, 
but it's Robles. I mean, I don't know if they trust Barnes anymore. But what's happened is the Yankees have good balance down the stretch now with Rizzo being a lefty and Gallo being a lefty. And Cora has brought in a lefty to face Rizzo and Gallo. Um, first it was Gallo, then it was Rizzo. He Gallo worked a walk, and this was like two ser- series ago. Rizzo got hit by a pitch, and then that same lefty had to stay in because of the three-batter minimum to face Stanton. And Stanton drove in uh, runs both times that happened. So if you're Cora, you have to make sure you do not get trapped with a lefty reliever pitching to Stanton, which means you're going to probably – Stay away from lefty relievers, which is just Darwin's and Hernandez, so he's probably out. I could see Sale coming in for one out. Slash, if he's the guy that gets trapped, it's better than Darwin's and Hernandez. You sure, know? they did pull him early, so I think he's got bullets in him. That's kind of my question to for both teams is, okay, you have Eovaldi. Say he gets knocked around the first two innings. Who comes in? Like, well, I think Whitlock would be for the Yankees if Cole. I think Whitlock would be first, then Garrett Richards for the Red Sox. But obviously, Red Sox fans, you know your team better than yeah. we do. So, so chime in and and tell us what you think. But that's just my guess. Like Hauk should be available for them too. I think oh, he's, I, fr- I he's, think he's their guy. So then reverse sale. So maybe Whitlock, if you need to get out of a jam, and then you let him finish the next inning or whatever, and then Hawk, Hauk. I think that's that's what's interesting. The the Red Sox, I think it's a genuine case of all hands on deck. If if Nate Dogg doesn't have the the six inning one earned run in them, it, everyone's out there. The Yankees, you can pretty much cut half their pitching staff down. It's going to be Cole. It's going to be Savvy. It's going to be Lasagna. It's going to be Chapman, Chad. Like it's that's their plan. Um, the Red Sox script gets a little more chaosy, and I'm not saying that necessarily as a bad way. Like if that's a good way to make a baseball game really gross and really tough. If one at bat you're seeing Evaldi, next at bat you're seeing Sale, the third one you're seeing Hauk, like that that makes it really tough to hit. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, just a, a what to watch for as you tune in and watch this game. The first at bat, Cole versus Kike Hernandez <laughs> is a must watch. Kike Hernandez crushes Cole. He's 5 for 11 off of him. Mm. And he just hunts the fastball. And Garrett Cole likes to establish his fastball early in games. And we saw this last game where he went all sliders first at bat. And I uh, kind of to Kike. And I think it's just like a different mental place than Cole likes to start games at. But he crushes his fastball. Their last five meetings, walk single, walk, walk single. Cole has not got him out in his last five times mm-hmm. facing Kike Hernandez, and that's going to be the first batter he faces. And he can't throw his fastball that much because uh, Kike hunts that down. So that's a good fun at bat to watch there. What are the odds on a curveball being first pitch? We might have to sprinkle on that a little bit. He doesn't want to throw a get me over heater first pitch of what you just told no. me. He's hunting the heater. Kike is ready. That's where Cole's kind of a sicko. I think <laughs> we said this last game, and Cole opened him up heater because he's Garrett Cole, and that's his fastball. Is he going to go one up and in? You know, old school that, That's where Cole gets in feet. trouble. That's where he gets in trouble with, like, a lot of the Rays hitters. Like, Zanino crushes him. I, I did a whole report on Cole versus eight-hole hitters last year, and they all had they had the most home runs against him, and it was just all first-pitch fastballs because Cole just wants yeah. – he's, like, doesn't want to give in. But that's fun at bat to watch there. And then, obviously, Stanton versus 
anyone what he did at Fenway last time. It was a fun at bat. And um, yeah, they didn't they didn't swing. The Yankees did not swing and miss at a single off speed pitch from Avaldi the last time they faced him. Interesting. Or breaking pitch. So that's another something to watch for. Ah, I'm excited, dude. You can talk about it all you want. We can go over the scenarios, but then baseball is going to happen. That's a pretty A-Rod quote right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baseball going to baseball. Uh, let's see. We got baseball. a couple minutes left. The other thing, Trev, the Yankees kind of have a decision to make is Gio Urshel has been playing shortstop. He ran 126 feet and then ran straight into the, the dugout. dugout. And he, That was badass. It was crazy. He returned to the game and played short for like one inning and got one more at bat and then left. They say it's just a bruise, but if he can't on what his hip. Oh, he ran into. He something. ran into the yeah. bench. This front of his hip got Down like clipped by the bench, the... and then it spun him. Um, if if they think his mobility is limited, but he can play, they might slide him to third base, and that means Odor would not start, and either Wade or. Um, the kid from the Bronx, Squid, mm. would start. Mm. And I think it would oh be him because they don't they don't please. like starting Wade because they want to drag and drop him as a pinch runner. So that's another something we don't know on the Yankees lineup. Okay. No Gary. No Gary will not be no playing. Yeah. yeah, the Yankees lineup is actually pretty light. It's like a surprisingly shallow wild card lineup when you have Odor and Higgy as the 8-9. Yeah. Who is the umpire? Do they have those out? Who's the home plate guy? I'm really curious. I don't know if they've announced those. Let's see. I'm going to do a little Google right here. Yeah, Google that. Wow, that is important. Um, I don't think they've announced it unless it's like. I think so right here. Got it. That's 2020. Yeah, I see a lot of past ones. My freaking thing changed to dark theme. I don't want dark theme on my Google, bro. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it either, Jim. Yeah, I just see 2020. Huh. Yeah, I'm interested to find that out. All right, anything else on this game? I think you, you started us out before with the stadium, man. How's, how's the stadium going to get involved? It's 420 to deep center. It's 200 feet to left field. <laughs> so a um, couple swings and a couple pokes that are going to be different than your normal baseball game and who's, who's getting the benefits early, who's getting the benefits late. Can I say one last thing? Yes. After the bell, quick. I know the Yankees have played in Fenway forever and the, all these guys are very familiar with it, but – it's one of the loneliest places to be on deck and to walk back after a strikeout. It's just far. And the place is going to be going nuts. So, you know, like I said, they played there a lot before they understand that. But, like, mentally standing there on deck having to listen to all these Boston accents telling you that you're a MFer. They play a little part in it. I have an unrational. Maybe I'll save that for talking Yanks. Save that. I don't want all of these level-headed <laughs> fans coming at me. Mm. I think last note. I don't know if we circle back on it. It does seem like Ploiecki is Evaldi's guy. He's caught like every start in September, except the one against the Yankees where Evaldi got lit up. So, ooh, I think it will be Ploiecki. Not so. Both case. pitchers will have 
So both teams will have backup catchers. Interesting. Mm. God, Higgy's going to hit a fucking homer. Little little, little Fenway pop Mm. shot. I am. Love that. All right. Let's moving. Let's move it on to the NL wildcard brought to you by DraftKings. I got to guess if the Dodgers are the favorite to win the World Series, Vegas has their odds of winning this one game playoff pretty high. Hmm. What do you what do you think the over under and is this this game is Wayne over Scherzer? Mm. You can find all of that out at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's the official sports betting partner of uh the NFL, which won't don't go to the NFL section for what I was talking about, but you can go there and you can put one dollar on any NFL game, you win a hundred dollars in free bets, and then you sprinkle those on the under in the NL wildcard game. It's gotta be what, seven and a half? Eight? It's gonna be low. It's seven and a half and seven and a half wildcard. right now. AL's eight and a half. Yeah. I'd take the over on the AL and the under in the NL. Right now. Minus 220. Those lines are going to move. Right now. Um, If a sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's move it on up. Hmm. Cardinals heading to L.A., Trev. Your mm. spot. Take yeah. on the Dodgers. Wayno versus Scherzer. Wild card game. Jake, what comes to mind when you just think of this? The old men on the bump. Um, it, it starts there. Um, man, <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Uh, watching Wayno's curveball sling in, watching Scherzer sling everything in there. Um, man, the Wayno Yachty thing just can't be understated that they are going to be in complete lockstep. Like, Yachty could go through this game and not have to flash a single digit, and I think they would be fine. Scherzer. He's working with Will Smith, um, who love Will Smith. I mean, again, I've I've praised his hitting stats. Um, you know, I I checked in on the last Scherzer start because I was trying to get that Corbin Burns Cy Young a little bit, and you know, Scherzer got hit a little bit, and he was shaking him off a lot. Now I don't know. I'm I, I I'm sure they could be fine, and they're going to have a full game plan for this game and all of that. But I mean, it's it's Wayno and Yachty. They're like the number one pitcher-catcher combination to ever throw to each other. So uh, I'm excited for that. And I just want to see the stars show out. You know, I want to see Goldie in big spots. I want to see Arenado in big spots. You know, this is the Rockies franchise turned. He kind of demanded his way out of there for games like this. Uh, The young studs for the Cardinals. My guy, Tyler O'Neill, Thick King, Dylan Carlson. Um, Man, I'm so excited to see who steps up and who has the game where Dodgers, like we said early, all the pressure's on them. 
They're the best team in baseball. Get mad, Giants fans. Bring it at me. I get it. The Dodgers are the best team in baseball. <laughs> you can't say They're that. They're gross. Trey Turner has an MVP case. Mookie Betts. God, he's so good. Poppy. I mean, up and down the field. And, like, I guess the other thing that I hate for Dodgers fans, the fact that Max Muncy's probably not going to play in this game. Go look at the numbers from the past couple years. Max Muncy has an argument with, like, Paul Goldschmidt to be the best first baseman in baseball. Like, Max Muncy, if he's not in this game, that is significant. Um, well, he's not, he's not in the game, he's, and he'd be, yeah, he's, he's out, out for he, the DS, too, if, if they win. Well, that's crazy things happen in October. I wouldn't be surprised if Mad Max shows up to the field saying, like, put me in the game, coach. Um so, uh, I'm just saying, crazy things happen in October. Aaron Hicks played after not playing at all with uh, his throwing arm. Didn't exist or whatever. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait to see that. I just want the Stars to show out, and then for me it turns into the, the Cardinals have kind of a game plan with their bullpen, kind of like we talked about with the Yankees. Gallegos has been doing it on the back end. Flaherty, we mentioned, that's kind of their Severino from Yankees land, and they, they've had a couple guys that have been good. Dodgers... They have a couple guys that have been good, but everyone's thinking about Urias, and are they going to push that button? Gosh dang. Oh, man, this game is going to be a lot of fun. I wish Muncie was back, but it does open up a little subplot here. Belly's going to have to play a lot of first base, and Belly has the whole thing with, obviously, the struggle all throughout 2021, but... Cuts the hair, makes the adjustment with his swing. Is this going to – I said this to C. Rose this morning. Those numbers are not on the Jumbotron anymore. He doesn't have to look up and say, damn, I'm hitting 170. He's got a clean slate. He's got the pedigree. He's got the talent. Is that going to springboard him? And, like, is he going to step up for the Dodgers in the postseason. They, he doesn't necessarily have to because their lineup is that good, like Jake's saying, they have fucking everybody. But having Belly kind of even a trace of himself is something the Dodgers really, really need now, especially with Muncie out. I'm excited to see that whole thing. Like, if he comes out in the wildcard game, has three hits, changes his whole season. No one cares about the regular season anymore. And he's had some seasons where it's been the opposite, according to the Dodgers fans yes. that I talk to, where he has fantastic... Fantastic regular seasons. It kind of doesn't show up in the postseason. But I believe he did show up last postseason, right? Uh, in moments, I guess not every day in, day out. His numbers aren't great last postseason, but I, he had some big moments for sure. He had the big home run. He had the home run robbery, which hurt his arm. Those other guys, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, they have not uh, put up wild offensive numbers in the postseason before. Obviously, they're still incredibly valuable players. But interested to see who goes after Wayno, how it happens. Obviously, he throws like 40% curveballs. I doubt he's going to stray from that. He faced the Dodgers once this year. He went 8.1 innings. Um, I think he did allow like four runs, um, seven hits, but got out of it. And for the Cardinals, they have bullpen. If if Wayno can go six, seven they have guys. If they need to go scrap zone, like we were talking about with the Yankees and the Red Sox, 
I don't believe they have that against the Dodgers. You could go Jack, but he just pitched once, and he could be fired. He could be part of the plan. Um, you know, McFarland's been good. You can go to some other guys, but I mean, even that I read some like about um, going like Lester or something. Like, I don't know if they oh. have that plan. It's Wayno or bust. I think for the Cardinals, he's got to go six strong minimum. I'd like that they have Flaherty back there as the guy. He can go at least two innings in this game. By the time we get to their game, they're going to have let's see one, two, you know, two days full rest. He he'll, he'll be ready to throw multiple innings. And I think Schilt said that's a fluid situation. Like they might insert him back into the rotation if they get uh, past the Dodgers, which is kind of new information because they said when he came back that he was going to be out of the bullpen. So uh, I think they have that. And you have, yeah, you have Gallegos and Reyes and a couple other guys you mentioned. I think they have enough pitching to to survive a, a, a subpar Wainwright start. They can ugly it up a little bit. Yeah, they can ugly it up a little bit, but I think I think five's the Wayno number. And I, I, I'm not betting against him, dude. Wayno? No. You can't bet against either of yeah. these guys. I mean, come on, these are two of the best right-handers that we've seen in our fandom. Scherzer's a surefire Hall of Famer. I don't know where Wayno sits sits with all his numbers and stuff. I guess I should probably look that up. But it's gonna be another excellent game. Like we said from the from the onset, like these two matchups are fucking choice, man. Mm. I I can stop saying that. Dodgers got a lot Sorry. of weapons. If Scherzer doesn't have it, <laughs> yeah, like it's not even a problem at all. Becomes interesting though. Like like I said, if Booney has to pull Garrett Cole in a tough spot, Dave Roberts pulling Scherzer off the mound, and who's he going to? Is it Urias? Um, I mean, you know, we we used to be pretty tough. I used to be pretty tough on Dave Roberts before they won that title last year. And, I mean, you want to talk about bad people and bad takes. If the Dodgers do lose, people are going to come at their 2020 title a little bit. That'll be some bad internet. Watch out for that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Dave Roberts, when do you take Max Scherzer out of a do-or-die game? They do have a ton of options. Dude, Kenley Jansen deserves so much love. Dude had a monster year, and, like, he's got a little bit of this Kershaw effect. He was almost too good and that his bad moments stand out in our head. Um, they've got so many options. Who's Dave going to go to and when? Don't know. Urias, they do the same thing. They got a lot of options for uh... – the Cardinals, their lineup, our projected lineup here is Edmund, Goldie, O'Neal, Arenado. And I think the, all of September, those four guys, like during the winning streak, it was just rinse and repeat, those guys in the top four. Carlson, Yachty, six. And then who's, who's line? This is Juan Toribio, Toribio's lineup. He's got Edmund Sosa at short uh, over uh, DeYoung. And then Bader in center field. So I don't know. I'm not in, in ingrained in uh, Cardinals world there, but I guess Cardinals fans, who you want to start? Mm. Is that a debate? I don't know. I, I don't think it is. And Mundo Sosa, he, he's had a really nice year. He just came off the IL. Um, I'd assume it's him, but I, I don't know. Gotta let us know. 
Sorry, belly's hitting 165, not 170. Mm. Wow. Wow. What do you think? What do you uh, think, Trev? You think the Cardinals, what would you put their odds at winning this game are? Because I'm like 45-55. I think I'm lower than okay. that. I'm lower than that. And one of the reasons I'm lower than that is because of Seager and like what he's doing right now. Like he's so freaking hot. Like and he kind of carried didn't he carry them last postseason as well? He won the World Series MVP. He's hot at the right time. And like you said, Jim, it's if it's Scherzer getting pulled early, I think the Dodgers probably have just just a better uh, path with their pitching. And then it's you got to navigate so many guys in their lineup. We didn't even talk about guys like AJ Pollock. He almost had a 900 yeah. OPS this year. Eight ninety six. It's 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 we've said it from the get go, man. The Dodgers have the best team. Okay, they do. I know, and it's but the 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 caveat here is it's one game, and if there's any sport that anything can happen in one game, it's baseball. Baseball. But I, if I'm going to give my percentage, I'd say they have a thirty percent chance to win the game. I think the Dodgers have a seventy percent chance. To win. I just believe in Wainwright, basically. Dude's yeah. Well, it's like birthed in MLB in big situations. <laughs> but the Dodgers have Max Scherzer. I know. I, mean, I know. That's why I'm, I think the Dodgers will win. But I think I'm hoping, I guess I'm just hopeful it's a pitcher's duel through six. Like it's a two-run, one-run game through six innings. And then I do think the Dodgers have the advantage. But that would be fun. I mean, sure, wayno has been so good lately. And he went, Our, he went um, 8-1 against him last time. Our friend Erica, or not our friend, our colleague Erica, put together a little sheet. Uh, Wayno versus Dodgers, Scherzer versus Cardinals. Yep. Scherzer versus Cardinals is like that's not good for the Cardinals. No. There's only one. Yeah, like their OPS against him is bad. It's Tommy Edmond. Uh, mm. to- Tommy Edmond. We got a six sixty. Yeah, I mean Sosa's one for. Yeah, I mean Goldschmidt has, does not like facing Scherzer. Yadier Molina does not like facing Scherzer. So you go to the Dodgers versus Wayno. I mean, Trey Turner's got a 947 OPS. Uh, turn, uh, Justin Turner's got an 889 OPS. AJ Pollock's got an 875 OPS. Like, they're just deeper. They're just deeper, you know? That's where uh, you could say early runs in any playoff game, in any baseball game, but. The pressure's on the Dodgers. You wonder if the Cardinals, if they have, if someone gets a leadoff double at some point, do they go old NL baseball, super small ball, to try to get that run in and give Wayno the lead and have some hope? They do. You'd think so. Yeah. You'd think so. Um, All right, that's a good one to watch for. Cardinals just moving base runners. Obviously, they've been doing it. We highlighted it, but imagine they start doing it first inning. I'm just smiling like a fool picturing 40-year-old Adam Wainwright just snapping curveballs and putting them in gross locations in every count and just when someone just when someone goes to sit on the curveball sneaks the heater right past you. I think we're going to watch some artwork. Um God. Adam Parrish Wainwright. His middle name is Parrish. Parrish. Is that the guy's name from um, Alan Parrish? Is that the kid's name from Jumanji? <laughs> Maybe he's named know. after Jumanji. Maybe he's named his after His parents Jumanji. are big. No, he was born before that movie came out. 
for sure. <laughs> yes. It's 40, 40 years, years old. old. It's 40 years old, yeah. Yes. He's 40. Jeez, man. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. It's going to be fun. This one, I mean, you know, Yankees-Boston going to be fun for th- – the way I'm viewing this one is how most people are viewing Yankees Boston because that's third party, just like fun, rivalry, intense game seven mm-hmm. baseball. My stomach just dropped even saying talking about the AL one, so <laughs> I hate it, dude. I hate it. I love it. I hate it so much. I hate it a lot. Just bet bet the under in the Dodgers Cardinals game and root for that. Yeah. There's your bet. Don't root for a team. I got I got a question sure. for you guys. I'm going to wear a Yankees jersey. Spoiler alert tomorrow. Okay. Because I want to be with my friends here. You guys are going to be... I got I to gotta support my boys. Which one do you want me to bring? I have... Oh, okay. Jeets. Yep. Rivera. Do they have the names on the back? And I think Cano. No names. Okay. Just numbers. They're all signed. Right now, you want to tell you which one I have packed, or do you guys? I think you have Rivera packed. I do. And that's what I was going to say to pack, so I'm glad we're on the same page okay. there. Yanks got to close it out. Mm. Got to close yeah. it out. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, my lockstep. Okay, I'm bringing, I'm bringing Rivera. I like that. We also, Trev, I mean, a lot of stuff goes on in Limestream. We do have mm. uh, John Bronxy the turtle. Now, I'll do this for the audience at home because you're about to get super intimate with the turtle. I mean, just wait for it. Are you ready? Mm. Try to one hand this. Yeah. Oh, you're just gonna flip. Where's the tail at? Oh, there it is. There it is. Mm Hmm. Oh, hey. Double turtles. See, so this is John Bronxy the turtle, and it's a lot touching of him superstitiously. So just be. Actually, dude, we have like a lot for the live streams. We have a, a lot of things that are, like, going on. Like, we have a rally crown. We have a game where we have to get hits. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of... Th- I'm a little nervous to watch this game with you guys. I'm a little nervous. Like, this is... Yeah, well, if they lose, we have to do a sad episode of Talking Yanks. Yeah. Uh, and they're, like, always the saddest episodes. We have to go on the mic when any rational person wouldn't want to have their thoughts be recorded forever and then we do it so if they win it'll be joyous you know i'm a little upset with the yanks because they're not hosting i was envisioning all of us celebrating with them after they win the wild card game or if they got bounced us going out and drowning sorrows Mm. with what you know t wade and the boys Mm. but now we, we don't get the opportunity to do that oh boy Will you guys be uh, like beverages, adult bev, you think, or um, too much? Definitely not gummies. Mm. No gummies. Because they do make me not care as much. Oh, I want to see you and caring. I'm, I don't want that. Yeah, I mean, we have some of Eno's beers in the fridge. I drank one yesterday on the stream. Mm. Okay. Not too many, but yeah. All right, man. I think that's it. We'll be hey, we're every day, guys. We're every morning and every night from here on out because we're gonna be uh, tomorrow. We'll be live streaming uh, every game, majority of the games. I think we have Saturday off, but majority of the games will be live streaming at night. And then every day at eleven thirty Eastern, we're gonna hop on and recap whatever games got played the night before. So 
hang with us, and uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. Tonight, me versus Jake mm. in a little game called Beanho on the John Boy and Jake TV YouTube mm-hmm. channel, live around 7 Eastern, best of seven series. There's going to be an undercard, Joe's McFly, Jolly Olive will play each other. We have an official referee. Um, it's going to be, you know, there's a lot on the line. So t- tune in for that. Big. John Boy Jake TV YouTube channel, Gosh, Beanho. Big. Give predictions right now. We have to. We didn't Yankees do it. Dodgers. We have to. Give me a score. I want everything. Wow. Dodgers win uh four to one. Wow. Yankees win seven five. Mm. I'm going Dodgers five, Cardinals three. Okay. I think C- I think Seager's going to have a big hit late in the game. And I'm going to go I don't know for the AL1. I don't know. I don't want to I kind of think the Red Sox are going to win the game. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's my thought. We're also going to be live tomorrow at like 11. It won't be on the podcast app. So just be a YouTube live. We're going to fill out our brackets. We're going to have Chris Rose call in, fill out his bracket. Maybe Moylan, a bunch of other people. We're going to call some people. We're just going to fill out brackets and just get all the nervous energy uh, into the What mics. time is that? Around 11, 11.30. Mm. Trev will be in studio here sitting in between yep. us. Bang. Let me change my pick. Yankees okay. 7, Red Sox 4. Okay. It's huge. Yankees 4 to That's obvious. Uh, that sucks, man. Give me more breathing room. Cardinals, Mm-mm. two to one. Oh, that's a great game, Jake. It's a great game. It's an all-time game. Biebers? What do you think we're getting? Wayno Scherzer? It's an all-timer. Biebs? God, it's hot. Yankees, eight, six. Cardinals, four, three. Mm. Mm. Oh, one more note oh. before we leave. Trevor, the lineup, the playoff bracket as that it that it is. That makes sense. The playoff bracket only happened once for a stimulator simulator. Exactly how it actually ended up. We did do a stimulator with that bracket one time. Like you're saying, at the end of the season, it only matched up with how the playoffs were. For one one time, yeah, that we ran the the, the stimulator. And it was September 24th. Mm. It was when Zach subbed in for mm. BBD, and Zach was running the stimulator. And um, guess who he had winning with this? The stimulator had winning. Guess who the stimulator had winning? And it was the same exact playoff bracket oh, that we the actually Brewers? had. The Brewers, correct. Yeah, and they, had, they had Devin Williams then, though, so. I don't know. We're not, okay, like, I want to fill my postseason bracket out. I wish I didn't have my preseason prediction, like, already oh, out there. Oh, you do, too. Like, you that, can brag about both. Yeah. I don't think so. I think I just have to stick with my pick. We're doing that tomorrow. Yeah, we're doing that tomorrow okay. on, on, the, on air. Oh, I got one last yeah. thing. I wish milk didn't have a monopoly on the liquid you could pour in your cereal. Okay. That's true. I just don't get it. And it's all sorts of milk work, but nothing else yeah, works. That's true. All sorts of milk work. I uh, I use whatever milk my wife buys, and I grew up yeah, whatever. It all so the same. yeah, it all tastes the same. 
Well, there's milk. There's gatekeepers of like whole milk and stuff, which is disgusting. Actually, it doesn't taste the same. It's gross. I'll taste other dudes. But uh, we're okay. actually on oat milk now. We've gone through the gambit of okay. like going down. We did almond for a while, and now these days it's oat milk. Yeah, almond's not good for the environment. Too much water. Okay. So oat milk's oat milk's kind of made that's its the way. craze. Oh, Trevor Plouffe loves goat milk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the show. We'll be back tomorrow. YouTube only. If you listen on the podcast, it's not going to be on the podcast app because it's going to be a casual filling out brackets, hanging out, conversing with the live stream, calling up some friends, talking baseball. That's what we do on the show here. It is talking baseball. Thanks for a fantastic regular season. See you tomorrow. Love you, chat. Love you guys. Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.